Welcome to Car Talk Sunday Kickback. I'm Manny J. I'm Alan. I'm Scott. And it is another Sunday Kickback edition, as we do every Sunday, where we talk crap. Uh, well, sorry, I'll, I'll take that back. We do talk sense, some sense, uh, but we have we have a good laugh um, and answer the questions live on Facebook. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's already happened. Um, it's on. Obviously, we do this every Sunday night. So if you want to ask us questions, jump on our Facebook page, and um, we'll happily answer them for you. Gentlemen, how have you been? Now, Alan, we haven't seen you in a long time. I have been a bit MIA. I even had to miss out on uh, this week's car talk. I know, I know. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. I've, uh, for anyone that is interested, I've finally found a place to stay in Canberra. That's good. So I will not be sleeping in the library with a sleeping bag, avoiding the security guards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, so that's a positive. And I look forward to some car adventures possibly in Canberra. Yes. Definitely. Uh, so, obviously, you'll be doing summer nights every year then? I'll probably be here during summer, so I don't yeah, even get to do point. that. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. Um, but overall, uh, your e-gas is back, back to normal? Yes, and it's been providing some real good value for money on those trips. Yeah? I think all up, we estimated we'd probably be spending about $85 on gas at most. That's not um, bad. Yeah, for a round trip, trip to, to Canberra. And take any other car, I'm pretty sure you spend more. See, now that the ga- the car is actually working good. Yeah. Runner sorted you out. He did, he did. I appreciate that. Um, it's sort of like being a solid falcon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They're very reliable when they work. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's, it's like the um, 60% of the time, they work every time. Yeah. 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 You're always the, the optimist. I am, I am. Always the optimist. Glass half full type exactly. of guy. Exactly. And look... On those trips, it saved us a decent amount of money, which, you know, given the fact that we did have to pay for a new cat, and that was 330 bucks, I'm pretty sure if we'd taken any other car in the household, it would have at least, and we took two trips to Canberra, we would have been looking at at least a couple of hundred, like, at least, if you took my car, you'd be at least 100 bucks more wind fuel. Yeah. Um, for that question, when you're putting 98 in and 60 litres of it, yeah, yep. um, you're automatically paying more than $100 extra in fuel. So, yeah, it's, it's saved us some of the money back already. It's it's gradually getting your dad's respect back. Exactly. <laughs> we won't talk about the rust and stuff, though. What? Yes, there's some rust. What year is this car? 2008? 2007, yeah. Where's, where's it rusting from? <clears throat> Where isn't it rusting from? <laughs> there's some boot rust inside the boot. And that was really my fault because I never addressed the issue from the get-go. You never because, cleaned out the... the you know, every, every single time it rained, I get a little bit, little bit of water in the boot yeah. just because there's a tiny little gap kind of, um, I guess, where the bits of the frame kind of sit. Yeah. And eventually the dripping stopped because the rust had like kind of filled it out ah. and it flowed a little bit further. And then uh, there's a little bit of rust on the passenger side rear door area. Uh, that's where the rubber seal kind of failed. I, I, Similar to the rubber seal that failed on your side. Yeah. You obviously got to it on time. I did. Just. Um, yeah, we didn't. But at the time, I maintained the car was out of my control. The sec- that second, <laughs> that second <laughs> yeah. bit of rust. The boot rust is entirely on me. Um, but it's not my car anymore, so not my problem. No, not your problem. You're, that, you're in that WRX life now. And I, and I did do my best to take good care of that one. You did. You did. Good, good, good. Scotty, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Missed you last bad. week? Yes, um, just yeah, crippled pretty much. Sore back, so yeah, couldn't make it. Never a good thing. Nah. Hopefully, you're, hopefully you're feeling better this week. It's all good. 
Saw Billy Sue song for the sore back? Nah. Oh, that's mm. too sad. Ever the hustler, Alan. Ever the hustler. <laughs> Always after that dough. Gotta work hard for the money. Gotta make yeah. Gotta get your money, son. Um, now last week we obviously spoke about uh, the t-shirts that we that we got coming. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, you I got, believe I've got one coming. It's done. He's got to give it to you. Yes. Um, which is your Iron Man of Moana. Yes, yes. I will wear that proudly. <laughs> the irony on that. Oh man, I, I actually kind of I, I kind of felt bad by buying you the t-shirt, knowing that I was going to give that to you. But I was just like, you know what? I didn't get my HSP either, so <laughs> it's kind of makes up for it. Um, we are joined uh, live, so if you do join us on and give us a shout out, we will happily give you a shout out on the podcast. So we're joined by Jake and Jason. How you going, guys? Thanks for joining the podcast today. Um, today's main topic, uh, before we get into anything else, is what is your favorite car ad? Now, I, I was watching um, I was watching an ad recently on, uh, I think who was it by? I think it was by Audi, and it was like really you know you know like really going through this this i think it was an rs something going through um the hills and um you know it's like the adrenaline pumping and stuff but i'm just like it was kind of boring it's not really a fun ad i kind of miss the fun ads of, of like um the idiotic ads like kilowatt 200 kilowatts, 200 kilowatts. that's still that my contender for the the top car ad like, it is a good car ad. it's you know just the the whole stupidity of it all Everyone running into the the Rav Four and locking the doors <laughs> at the end. It was a good time, and you know it didn't. It wasn't particularly relevant. Except no. the two hundred kilowatts were relevant. Yeah. Apart from that, nothing was relevant about the ad, but it made you laugh. And you know, not due to that ad, but my family did consider buying a Rav Four at one point. So, well, dude, it's it's like one of those ads, like the things that people say now. So everyone says like kilowatts for like for a joke, like. Like we yeah, say, like yeah. we say duck power, but we yeah. say we, we also say we say this is a kilowatts. But you hear it? I can't say kilowatts anymore. If I say it naturally as it's coming out, it comes out as kilowatts. <laughs> Just... Um, but that was a really good one, and that's probably out of the last ten years, probably been my favorite car ad. I mean, as as simple and as kind of easy and stupid yep. as it was, and even though it was selling SUV of all things, it was done very very well. Um. Jason chips in with sadly the Mazda Zoom Zoom ads are catchy. Yeah, they are. They are. That, that's one thing I was going to mention as well. Yeah. Whenever you think you can think Zoom Zoom in any kind of car commercial scenario, uh, even though you can't remember what car they were advertising because they all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Mazda. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Mazda used to have some really cool different ads, especially in Japan. Like that. The, uh, that's when they have their really really cool ads. I remember they had one for the um, for the three two three sedan like SP twenty. They had their the familiar, and like the guy was just like driving it in the rain. He's like it's like like a doctor or something, and he, he turned into um turned into into his yeah, you know, I think I think he lives in a um an apartment building. So there's a, there's a car park, yeah. So he turned into the car park. And then he gets out of the car, and the car's like dripping, like still like soaked. And then all of a sudden, like he's he's just like I think it was like a wink, and he, he's off with his partner. And then we just see the car do like a massive like handbrakey. From, uh, just like in front of the camera and like all the water just zooms off it and it's just Mazda Familia <laughs> I don't know I don't understand it was so weird Japanese commercials all around are pretty wacky and weird in many cases and are they, incredibly they, entertaining they, they frequently they have frequently have um, Hollywood celebrities endorsing them like Tommy Lee Jones has no shame he's always advertising coffee and whatnot. but yeah that's, that's kind of irrelevant a bit but yeah Japanese ads on 
in general pretty wacky. Pretty wacky. There is one awesome Japanese ad where they're advertising. I think it's just uh, a lolly, so it's like sour straps. There's long versions of it and short versions of it. They've made about three or four ads or something to go along with it. You should check it out. Yeah. Like I'll, if if I remember, I'll show you after the show. Uh, there's the ads in the series. It is hilarious. Oh, we'll we have to watch that. Yes. What's it called? It's um, just advertising lollies. So it's like, okay. um, I think it's like the gummy strap lollies. Yep. So there's shorter versions of them and longer versions of yep. it. And yeah, his wife prefers the longer versions and he likes the shorter versions. And goes on. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Tells a whole story. Like I can see where that's going. Ads, it makes a good story. Yeah. There's another pretty uh, memorable one, which is more car oriented. It's like a key car van. And um, every single time it shows like two people, a husband and wife usually, they go on some kind of trip and they need to modify their car. They either cut the roof off or cut the boot off, do some serious modifications. But then their neighbor's shop in this key van that's doing the exact same job as it is every single time. Like <laughs> it's sometimes one time they cut the roof off to fit a fridge in or something and that car's already tall enough to fit some kind of fridge, the same fridge or oh, surfboards. Okay. It's really cool. Japanese um, art? Yeah, Japanese yeah, art. Makes sense. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. I think we'll try and link that on the yeah, if we can, on yeah, Facebook that, page. That'd be awesome. Uh, greetings to Dave. Uh, greetings from Northern California. Thanks for joining hey, us, Dave. Especially nice. it'll, be a, it'll be a real late hour this time of day. Uh, Tyrone chips in. Thanks for joining us, Tyrone. Havel out all the way. <laughs> At this point, we should be getting paid by Havel. We should be getting paid. We're going to have to re- retroactively charge them for all these advertisements. <laughs> so just keep a list. Um, what else? Jason's put a great one in here. Uh, what ad ha- is the question? Though. What ad had the Hell the Hell Bazaar soundtrack uh, behind it? I'm not too sure. And also, you guys are too young, but the Hey Charger ads were big. Now, I know the Hey Charger ads. I've seen them on, on YouTube. Um, and obviously, Grass, with the VJ Charger, every time we see him, we go, Hey Charger with the peace sign. Um, but that, that was like that was well known back then. Like, everybody knows, like, oh, okay. hey, no, hey, know hey Charger. I was so. about to say, I remember, remember the bugger. Oh, the, the Hilux. The Hilux. Yeah, they yeah. were great. And then the dog says that at the yeah, end. At the end. <laughs> he, like, bumps into the fence and the whole fence falls. Yeah, the whole <laughs> fence. He's like, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota can make good ads, um, like especially like that one in the Killer Wasps. Um, they they made very memorable ads, even though they've made some very unmemorable cars. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's how they they sell those they sell those type of cars. Yeah, yeah, for more kind of let's try and push like serious style car ads. I remember the um, the Thunder Ute back in like the early two thousands. The ad they used to do for that. Was it when they changed from the old one to the new one? I think it might have been. The ad used to be the guy would do like a massive burnout in the sand and cause Ooh, a storm. I think I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there used to just be like thunder in the background. Like, and the car drive out of it? Yeah. Yes. And the storm starts. That was a cool ad watching as a kid. Yeah. That was a damn cool ad. And like, you didn't laugh about it. It was like... Geed you up. Yeah, geed you up for that mm. car. And um, that was, I guess, one way to do it. And they had the ACDC Thunderstruck song behind so. yeah. it too. Uh, Holden's had some great ones though. They had like, especially when the when they brought back the Ute, um, they they went through all the like the ads of like their their you know. Oh, their I remember previous, that one. Remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yep, yep. And the car was that gradually morphing into it what changing. it was. Yep. Uh, I think that was back in the VT VX stage. Um, VX VX Ute, and you know, I still remember that ad very fondly because I you know it was a really really cool looking ad. Um, going to the Blue Oval Camp, probably the one where. My all-time favorite would have to be, they're in the AUXR8U, and they're and they're at like the salt plains, and there's going like a jet in, in a oh, in a jet car's like okay. flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like his mask on, 
and then up comes next to him is the XR8 ute. And they could, the guys in the XR8 are looking at him, and then the, 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 the one guy says to the other, he's like, must be stuck in third, and puts, it, puts his foot down. And he goes past it. The audacity. The audacity to do it. Oh, the AU. Long live the AU, I, I say. Um, that was probably one of my all-time favorites, just because it was just... It's it was so it's so impossible, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was that was a good ad. Um, ads for your cars? Do you do you remember the 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 ads that came out for when your cars came out? No, I don't recall seeing. I didn't watch a hell of a lot of TV at the time, but I really don't recall seeing an ad for the Rexy. So, they were too busy getting stolen yeah. and doing ram raids. They don't need to advertise those cars. People just bought them anyway and crashed them. I don't think. Super really advertise much in the way of their top models as often that that I can even remember any of them. The last Subaru ad I can remember was the one with the Forester with the Subaru, with the automatic autonomous braking. Oh, okay, um, I remember a Subaru Outback ad. Yeah, they tend to, to advertise their actual usable cars, not their <laughs> the top of the range yeah. ones. They're boring like they're, they're travel cars and the <laughs> yeah. ones for you know when you can put the dogs in the back and the, the children you know in your safe sort of seats and yeah yeah funny piece of trivia uh my ford laser my sr2 um i as a kid back in 2001 remember when the ad came out for that car and probably i'd say six or seven years ago i i um because I, I, I bought it by that time i bought the car I was like, I wonder if that ad's on YouTube somewhere. I typed up and it was still, it was on there. And basically the ad was uh, Ford Laser SR2. It's seriously hot. Like it was like their inverted commas hot hatchback. And the car, it was a really cool ad actually. Um, it was like going through a car park and like flying through, you know, all the cars. And as, as soon as it go past the car, like the, that temperature would blow up and the car would blow up. What? Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, what is this? Like the temperature was just, it was, the car was that hot that other cars were just like blowing up from the Jeez. pressure. Um, Ford were doing weird things back in the early <laughs> early two thousands. Um, did you ever see the Lexus LFA ad where the brakes would go red? No, I don't. Really, I feel like I saw that in the cinema, and I don't even know why that was there because I think it was just like, a, hey, we're Lexus, we do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no one's actually. We gonna, do make cool stuff. We, no, yeah. no one in the cinema was actually buying yeah. LFA. But it was just like a like tugging themselves off kind of commercial. <laughs> yeah. I saw it a few times. I was Big like brag fest. Yeah, and the, like that was one of the few commercials I'd ever seen. Like the brakes glowing on on a car, um, which surely that'd be illegal, because like I know there's like laws that you... it was on a track. Okay, that like, makes sense. It, it, yeah, and had the little thing track use overseas model shown. Because yeah, you always got to say that. Yeah, you always got to say overseas but, model. Uh, I think it's kind of justified for that, like. I guess they weren't exactly advertising the LFA. They were using it to advertise Lexus itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Well, yeah, cool. How about the Audi R8 ad where it's just strapped on the dyno and they rev it all the way out and then back off? That's all it is, just the sound of the V10. I haven't seen that ad. Yeah? Yeah. It used to be a lot when the V8 supercars were on, used to come on. Any kind of car, you know, any kind of car thing on TV, yeah, yeah. you'd see more of it. That's it's mad. not too old. I'd, I'd say only like last year. Is the current shape all right or the previous one? No, newish, newish R eight, Audi R eight, and Ooh. yeah, it's just on the dyno from the back of it of yep. the car, just revving all the way through the gears and then backing off. You get a bit of flame action and stuff, and oh, that was no. it. That was the whole ad. There was no other noise, just the engine noise. That was it. That's how you do an ad. I thought that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. just to hear the V ten. That yeah, that, that's definitely cool. I'd, yeah, 
I'd jail for that. Um, another ad I was thinking of uh, telling you guys was I've just completely got a mental blank now of what it was. It'll come back to me. But Dave has sent us an ad to watch. It's a missing ad. Um, we'll have to watch that after the podcast. But thanks for sending that through to us, Dave. We'll let you we'll let you know our feedback. Um, but car ads. Oh yeah, that's it. The do you remember the Dodge Avenger? It was a pretty non-memorable car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember the car. Do you remember the ad for it? I don't believe it was no. the. It was the, I think it was the Avenger. Yeah, it was the Avenger. They had it. They had like four of them strapped on a dyno, and a guy in a control room, and um, like he'd be he'd be like the the cars would be the cars were driving, and he'd be like adjusting the gears in each one. Uh, so he'd be, but he ended up, he ended up making like music out of it. So he ended up playing um, uh, I think it's purple uh, uh, deep purples um, I forget the name of the song, but the, the cars he made the cars downshift and they they were going do 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 do. Oh okay. They got sued for that because those engines actually didn't make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they were using like the Hemi noises out of out of the, like their their other cars. Um, so that's not the first time I think Dodge has some, done something like that. I remember the the small two liter Dodge um, that was supposed to be like a, a fake SUV. That as well, they dubbed that soundtrack of it driving around with a V8. <laughs> and um, people were just like, Stupid. you know, it's a two liter. What what you doing? Ugh. Yeah, they, they've done some, like stay classy, Dodge. Yes, stay classy. Unless you want to send us cars, we'll totally, you know. Yeah, it's all good. Ads are awesome. <laughs> Getting back to Mazda ads now, Mazda is really interesting because they've done some again, like some really really cool stuff. Like, but they're they're really good with their simplistic stuff. Like, uh, do you remember with the NC MX Five? There was the ad was just seeing the the metal folding roof. Go back, and go and go back on, mm. and that, and that was it. It was just like you know, Mazda MX Fives. Metal retractable roof takes like ten seconds, and it's you know, and that was it. They didn't show any of it driving. They didn't show it. It was just just a retractable fastback, mm. a retractable. Um, no, I don't remember roof. that. That was that one. Um, but one of my all-time favorites was considering in the early two thousands, Ford was struggling immensely in this country. Um, they had failed pretty badly with the AU. Um, their marketing. I wonder why. <laughs> their marketing was all over the place. I, I remember the the original ad for the AU when it came out. It had you said all these you know, these really cool features, um, but it was. Do you see a picture of it? Oh, ah! yeah, my eyes. <laughs> um, but when they brought out the BA, people like stood back because it was a good looking car. The BA when it came when it first came out, um, and they went to they actually went to New Zealand to film the ad, and they had the um, uh, the film. Uh, what was the name of the song? Can't get enough of this, like playing in the playing in the background, like and it was like the it was doing like a windy road, yeah, yeah. And he was using the the Tiptronic, the Tiptronic, which it seems so cool in the ad, real life, the four speed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but he was driving an XR6 Turbo. Um, so I mean, back in the early two thousands, like a Falcon with Tiptronic was like, whoa, like yeah. holy crap, that's that's so so crazy. Especially when you consider the um, the Commodores of the day were just doing their standard like press the button. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the BA and BF was like a massive redesign. Like it was, it was a big, big thing, and and like they marketed that car very well. And for a short time after that, there um, you know, they did beat Holden at one stage in in terms of sales, which is like the Commodore, which was such, which was something Falcon mm. hadn't done in like a good ten years. Um, but it, it grew that much hype from those ads, and um, and then when the BA Mark II came out, the same guy hopped in the car, and they had the six speed manual because that's when they when they came out, and it. 
Uh, I always remember the ad because the, the 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 guy like the camera pans into a guy's house and his house is number nine and then then the bolt falls and it goes to six, and he walks out and, the, and you see the and then like it changes into the six speed um, gear knob and he, he starts driving. So so that that was quite cleverly done. Um, oh, this and they had the magnet. Do you remember the magnet ad? The U, the Falcon magnet. Those same two guys that did the AUXR8 uh, um, ad. They they were driving them this they were driving this I think it was a, a it was a BF magnet Ute really really slow through a country town and like if people are walking out of pubs and and shopping and, and everything they're just walking out they're oh, just I was pulling everything, everything. Behind. oh yeah yeah I remember that one yeah yeah the yeah. cops and everything just getting just just he's like yeah um I forgot what the quote like the, the, the terrible one liners but it was so good he's like he's like uh, it must be <laughs> what did he say it, was, it must be um. I can't remember the other thing. It's got, a, it's got a massive pool or something. It's just like, like everyone was just getting like walking mm. by the car. Yeah, I remember that ad now. Um, a good one from Holden again. Sorry, I'm probably uh, nerding out because I, I went back and watched a few, fair few ads. Was um, when the TS Astra came, Turbo came out, and you know those dogs that uh, I think they are they called a Sharpay when they're like they got like. Oh, I remember this ad. And he, he puts his foot Some down. Some kind of pug-like dog. Yeah. With he, a weird mess, or the wrinkly face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember this ad now. He puts his foot down, and the dog's face, like, cleans up. Yeah. Stretches back. Stretches back, yeah. and he sh- sh- changes gear, and it goes back, and then he pulls again. And, like, and, the, and the caption was, nothing pulls like an Astra. <laughs> I, yep. I slowly laughed. That was finding that kind of middle point of being funny and also showing off, like, power of the car as yeah. well. Similar to, was it? Sort of Volkswagen, a diesel kind of Volkswagen, where the guy hops in. They, they, him and his friend stop at the servo. Yeah, his friend gets a um, some kind of slushy or slurpy, and he asks, "Didn't you fill up?" He's like, "Nah, don't need it. It's a diesel or something," because you know they got all the range. Yeah, oh, and yeah. all the emissions. And the, and the, friend, the friend starts making fun of him while saving the whales. I'm like, "Well, now you consider the I information. remember that. Now. <laughs> it's not really saving anything." Then he moved out to overtake. Yeah, yeah he moves yeah. to overtake a truck, and then it the car you know pulls. Yeah, and next thing you know, the friend spilled his slush on his shirt because he's a yeah. G-force. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, like I recall that ad being. I think it, it does, you know, spark some memories. That being said, now that we everything we know about the Volkswagens and the diesels, you know, <laughs> yeah. you probably need some revision. Yeah. Yes. Um, Simon's chipped in. He's, he's from Fiji. I hope you're enjoying Fiji. Um, nice. 300Z Dream. One of the best listen ads ever. We'll have to look up that. Yeah, I have to look at that one. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Um, but I really love ads from the 80s. Have you ever seen car ads from the 80s? Like, went on YouTube and just, just had a look? No, I have seen plenty of posters from, like, that era. People wearing their suits up to over their belly button and <laughs> leaning on their cars and shit. <laughs> Brown suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember watching... Uh, there's a film clip on on um on YouTube from a band called The Midnight, and they're, they're a... They're a um, synthwave, like a, a new age synthwave group. So they, they play like 80s style music. Anyway, the whole ad was just 80s car ads. So they had, <laughs> one of the last cars they showed was the Mitsubishi Sigma. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this car was like, it was like, it, it was like the car by itself. But, you know, in um, the age was computer generated, it was just a car and like a black screen with like lines passing it and stuff. With like all like computer things coming up. It was yep. like, going through corners and it's like handling excellent and you got the guy's throwing it in and like the whole body warrior like the roll is like massive <laughs> um, and it's, it's like pretty good for the time we actually owned a Sigma in New Zealand I know you did yeah and it blew up 
good for their time, right? Good for their time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what other good ads have happened recently because like they're they're few and far between. Jaguars kind of coming back with their like all the bad guys like Jags. I don't know if you've seen those ads. Um, they had like they got all characters from movies and stuff. And like famous actors to to play parts. Oh and, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Um, it was it was really clever because like you know because mm-hmm. like the evil guys always drive a jag, you know, and that's um that's kind of what 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 they're good at. So I thought that was clever marketing. Um, I don't think there's really that many good car ads anymore. Yeah, well, part of the problem is I guess I'm not watching TV where a lot of these car ads are propagate. Yeah. And my internet viewing a lot of it is also commercial free, so I'm not. I'm yep. not exposed to as many car ads. It's more I go looking for stuff. Yeah. So I guess I'm not I'm not getting the full kind of uh, spectrum of, of car commercials. Yeah, like the only recent ones I remember is just the Toyota ones, where it's always someone different. And they walk in and buy a Toyota with that chick <laughs> all the time. Like one of them was with the spider in the car. She uses that as an excuse to get a new car. And cricket ball hits his car and goes, "That's a write off." And then goes in and buys a new Toyota. Oh, dude, there's, I mean, that's the whole point. It's clever marketing, though. I mean, look at Jeep. Uh, I bought a Jeep. Yeah. You bought a Jeep? I bought a Jeep. Oh, yeah. Even though they're they're not that great, but... Hey, you bought a Jeep. You bought a Jeep. You get to see that. Gonna Neil, need a bigger boat. What about some... Yeah. <laughs> some more, um... Like Terrible ads? Current generation kind of American ads. They do some weird crap. Like, a lot of their ads, they get, like, a group of people together... And they're showing them some things. And they're like, oh, the Chevy ads from the, the states. Chevy, the Chevy ads are the like absolutely worst. terrible. There's a guy on YouTube that actually edits them to put himself in there, and he's like, like throwing down like the snarkiest comments, <laughs> and like absolutely like destroying everything they're saying. I have to check that out. Like the the car rolls over, like, good. what do you think this is? And he's like, it's an F one fifty. And then they, they pull the front off, and he goes to throw up. He's like, they're like, how much do you think this car would be worth? And they're like. Oh, I don't know. Something ridiculous, like $60,000. And he's like, I wouldn't pay three fifty for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Holden did something similar with the Rodeo, I think, where they get people to jump in it and they're driving around and goes, oh, it feels really good. Oh, yes, it's nice did. and comfy. You know, that kind of rubbish. Oh, yeah. I remember, was, I'd buy they, I remember one, that kind of rubbish. There, there was, a, there was no, an American one. It was some kind of small car advertised at teenagers. And they got a group of hipsters together. And they're telling telling people think you're hipsters and this and that. Like clearly, people think they're hipsters. One guy's wearing this, you know, hat and he's got like eight piercings and a beard, <laughs> and he's wearing like a flannel shirt. And I'm like, what else would you think this guy is? And he did like nine... a productive member of society. No, he works at a cafe. Come on. <laughs> and then there was a car for them. It just those those are worth a watch for a laugh. Yeah. So I think we're doing better than the the, the, the people in the states in terms of commercials. Well, speaking of the people in the states and if their commercials are bad. What are the worst com- car commercials you've ever seen? See, they should come to mind because you usually remember the worst stuff. The Jeep mm. ones are pretty bad. Uh, I mean, the Toyota, those latest Toyota ones with that chick are just terrible. Um, She's not bad looking. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, pretty sure that was done on purpose. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Quite, a, Scott, you're only the feminist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <My bad. laughs> um. But there's been there's been some shockers like, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think. I had one before in my head, but I was I should I should write these down before I actually come on the show. Um, but yeah, some of them just been just been absolute shockers. Um, definitely, you know, some early two thousands stuff wasn't great. Late ninety stuff was pretty cheesy. Um, I remember the I remember a Hyundai Excel ad, where for a limited time they offered. Free air, 
So it was like a 40 degree day and like the, these people, like they were in like an old car and like the ice cream's melting and these people rock up in the XL and they're like, they're like freezing because like the, like the, the ice is like coming out of the vents. <laughs> Jesus. Free air. Free air. Oh, well. I feel it. Like... So, so you sell a car album, free yeah, air. Yeah, I mean, they sold a reasonable amount of XLs. They did. There's still a lot of them around. Yeah, yeah. yeah plenty. A lot of them now have gone to that, that rally action though. Yeah. So you can't actually buy them for cheap anymore. <laughs> yeah. Kind of disappointing. Probably in the most recent times, probably the worst ad I've seen is the Hyundai i30 ad though. Like when they released this latest generation. Or when they dropped the car off the plane. Yeah. So yeah. for like 90% of the of the ad, it, you, you're viewing the old car as it's falling and it oh, hits okay. the ground and like a massive, massive like mushroom cloud. And then the, um, and then like the new one drives out and you just see the front of it and the back for like half a second, that's it. I'm like, well, what the hell's the point of that? Like you want to see, huh. you want to see the new that's car. That's pretty shit. Um, and, and for the last one for the Falcon they did was terrible um, it was just like uh, only car to receive a 5 star ANCAP so, you know ANCAP rating and there's people clapping as the car drives past I'm like that's not what sold the, that's, not what, that's not what sells cars I'm sorry but anyway it, it is what it is the the Kia Carnival ad back in the day was it that was it a swingers party did we establish that or was it just a date night thing Everyone puts their keys in the bowl, and the ladies have to pick the, the keys. Oh, up. yeah. I think Probably it was, is, I yeah. Think it was, yeah, it would have to be. you've said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, maybe it was more geared towards adults, because I don't understand what the hell is going on. Like, also, why would you think a lady's going to be attracted to you because you own a Kia? She, I mean, he just said he was mouthed the word Kia, so she has no idea if it's a carnival or anything <laughs> yeah. else. I'm like, Okay, was of she all too intoxicated? Of all, probably. Of all the things you could advertise at this swingers party that we've established, <laughs> that you own a Kia, that's really going to get you, you know, the, the partner of choice. Um, I don't know. It, it was a funny ad, but I didn't think it served any purpose of helping out the car. Um, Jason chips in with the best ads involving cars aren't actually car ads. The ice break, ice coffee ads with the with them like you know racing through. Oh yes, they are cool. That Lots one. of yep. insurance ads, petrol ads. Um, some of them are the most memorable. Yeah, I have to agree with you on those. Um, and Dave Rendon's chipped in with the Buick ads are pretty bad. Uh, I think I know what he's telling me. He's like, "Oh, that's a Buick." When they get people to say it, like, "That's a Buick," uh, I hate that. And he's like, "The Chevy, the Chevy ads that we mentioned are also terrible." <laughs> also, um, like paid promotion inside television programming itself, where clearly the car company is a sponsor. Things fast get- and furious. Well, <laughs> yeah, things get, things get pretty pretty damn shit house like for a lot of TV shows. I think Breaking Bad probably did it the best, where they, it was clear they had a Jeep Dodge sponsorship because all their oh, cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had the Aztec. Yeah, Pontiac Aztec. It is yeah. now is now officially a cool car. <laughs> but for the most part, the the better cars they had, you know, they're all the Take good that stuff. Back. Take that back. But, <laughs> Something like, um, I think, White Collar was something I really recall. They had a Ford deal. And the high-end, you know, they obviously investigated White Collar crime. The high-end FBI agent investigating was driving some kind of Ford full drive. And they specifically geared a scene in that show to show off the capabilities of the car. Because they come across some, it's in New York City, but there's some kind of mound of dirt that they need to get around. (laughs) It shows the back of the car, logo, everything into the cabin he presses the all drive button it shows up on the screen and they drive over the mound <laughs> come on yeah. you literally broke kind of you know the, the the show's sequence 
just to show off this car. <sighs> and every single time they get in the car, they have to show off the fact that it was a Ford and, you know, all that. The next season, turns out Ford wasn't up to sponsorship anymore. Yeah. BMW came along. Did they? <laughs> Whereas, I think the BMW shorts were a lot more um, tasteful. Yeah. They just do the pan of the back of the car, and they just mentioned it in the show. He's like, got an upgrade, huh? He's like, yeah, the BMW. And it's about, that, that was about, about it. Yeah. yeah. I think in, in a lot of situations, BMW's done a pretty good job of like tasteful advertising. Like in um, the uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Is it Fallout? The latest one, yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Rogue Nation? No, it is Fallout. Yeah. It is Fallout. The f- that was like a BMW sponsorship. They had the old ones in there and everything. Yeah, they had some cool shit going on. So you, you if you're really looking for it, you can recognize that it's an ad, but you don't mind it at all. I hate it when any kind of... Like, that, that is a, a way of advertising. It is, in a sense, an advertisement. Yep. But that just turned me off. I'm like, I'm never buying this Ford that isn't even sold in Australia. <laughs> the best... Yeah, no, that's actually pretty... That's pretty terrible. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll mention that before I continue. The best um, product placement for a car in a, in a movie that I've ever seen was in Bad Boys 2, when they uh, drove the Cadillac. What was uh, product placement? Dude, it would have had to have been because, like, the guy was on a, the basketball. I think I believe it was was it was on, I can't remember who it was now. It was on like a test drive, and um, uh, Michael Lowry has to has to like take the car, um, and he's and he's he's driving and he's going over bumps and you know and he's he's, he's like this is a really nice car. He's like he's like um the basketball player should buy this one. He's like not this one because I'm about to fuck this one up. But but, <laughs> <laughs> but this one he's like it's like showing all the capabilities, kicking it sideways and shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably the best part. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it that way. <laughs> you gotta show, you gotta show up actually wrecking the car. Um, couple more honorable mentions it's by Simon chipped in. The, the, I remember this. I had the Renault Megane ad. Baby got back. Remember when they oh, uh, yes. had the big bum? Um, the early, what you say, mid two thousand ones? Yeah, about I'd that. I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stupid, but you fellas will know why it caught half of the audience <laughs> audience's eyes. Sure do. Jason Tiz is probably in relation to your Kia one. The probably allude the Kia probably alludes to the fact that he's compensating <clears throat> penis size, um, and Jason's also mentioned. What about to mention uh, blue collar? Also kept showing the features of the Mondeo auto parking. I haven't seen blue collar, so you, you might have to. Um, uh, is it a show or is it a movie? I'm not too sure. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to suss that out. Not sure. But yeah, there's there's been there's been some terrible ones, but there's also been some good ones. Yeah, um, you can't forget the the classic Peugeot two hundred six commercial from India. That has to be probably in my yeah, all time favorite. Yeah, that's that's up there. That's, that, that is a close one. Do you remember this ad, Scott? I know the one. Yeah. So, but what's he got? Uh, um, an ambassador? Yeah, I think he's got an ambassador, which so makes sense. He, he he's this one guy. He sees a picture of a um, Peugeot. Was it two hundred two hundred seven? Two yeah, two hundred six. I think two hundred six. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, hmm. Immediately. Yeah, thinks about it, gets in his car, it drives, drives it into a wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> he drives it into a wall, backs it into a wall, gets an elephant to sit on it, <laughs> crush the front end. He, he's like there all night, like hammering it and like you know welding and cutting cutting pieces off it. And then, <laughs> next morning we see him at, at, like as, as the sun rises and like he 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 does like the full no offense the Indian head wobble. He's like oh yeah, he's shown up to some kind of I forget event. And yeah, this he's cruising. Yeah, cruising. He's got his boys in the back. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that was. I, I don't I don't like Peugeots, but that was a damn good ad. It was an excellent ad. I thought it was lovely. Probably one of the one of the best ads I've ever seen. Do you remember when Top Gear had to 
made some ads for Volkswagen. Oh, that was so good. That was so I just brought it up because I, I remember it. Um, Jeremy Clarkson's one. Wasn't one of the ads like, because they had to keep it like low-key, it was a funeral, and the chick was in like lingerie at <laughs> the funeral? Oh, you had all the explosions. <laughs> yeah, that was during, yeah. And then they went their separate ways and made their own separate ads. Oh, so and Clarkson's was where everyone's screaming like, you know, people running away like there's some massive disaster. And at the end it goes... Um, Berlin to Warsaw in, in one tank. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. so clever, but supposedly but, yeah. it upset some people. <laughs> yeah. but and, and one of the ads, because brilliant. they couldn't show speeding, they like they showed the, they showed the car absolutely ripping through, um, like, I don't know if it was... Oh, and yeah, the then he cuts to it. It's like, speed speed speed. Is this like 55 or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure. And that's like, why they put the V8 sound over it too. Like, it's like revving I think out. Hammond might yeah, have done that with the, with the sound. Um, it was revving out to like a million RPM. <laughs> he's flying through quarters. You just see, it's just, it's just like fifty-five. Um, he's like, he's like, uh, it's the Volkswagen Scirocco. It's slower than an RX-8. It's slower than a was a three seventy Z. But they'll be filling up, and he will keep going. <laughs> it was Volkswagen uh, diesel Scirocco. Um, they should make ads. They should make ads. Oh yeah, brilliant. But I think Jason just uh, corrected. It was white collar. They did. It was the, also a Ford Mondeo as well. They were advertising oh, okay. and they were showing the auto reverse parking. Yeah. So they really made sure you were jarred in your experience of the show just to make a quick buck. Shame on you, white collar. See, so, so I mean, we'll advertise anything, you know, the fine <laughs> yeah, taste of. We will. <laughs> the fine Haval cars, we'd, we'd love to, you know, quickly mention. Jason sent me a picture of arguably the best looking Lamborghini I have ever seen. It's got the front of an AU. <laughs> So good. Absolutely lovely. Lovely. Lovely work, Jason. Love your work right there. Uh, so yeah, you sent a pic of a new Lamborghini. You can pop it up on the screen. So if, you, yeah. if you're viewing it, you can see what, what we are looking at. Um, Is it up? Uh, arguably the best looking Lamborghini, I'd say. Mm. What do you think, Jason? I think I think so. <laughs> I love it. I, but, but just for some context, as you as regular listeners of the show do you know, you hate the AU. No, I don't hate the AU. You do hate the AU. I don't what's hate... worse? What's worse looking? Aztec or AU? The Aztec. But you just said to me a while ago that the AU is probably the, one of the ugliest cars ever. It is one of the ugliest cars. not the ugliest. It's one of the ugliest. Especially when you look at it in a sports context. If you just look at it in like a, you know, uh, single low-income dad. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen that page on Facebook? Yes. <laughs> if you look at on that front, it's a pretty good car. But when it's, you know. It's reliable, at least. You get the tick forward action going on and stuff. I think it looks a bit cheesy. Especially considering what's out there today. Yeah, I don't know who was the designer to make those headlights. And Hopefully they got shot. <laughs> I'd like to meet this person, see if he's still designing cars or what happened to him. I was watching a um, like a documentary about the AU Falcon, and there it was like it was in, the car was designed by engine like the car was an engineer's master like engineering wise the car was brilliant, but it was the fighting between the engineers and the designers because the designers wanted things to happen this way but the engineers couldn't make that happen so it ended up looking like the abomination that it was mm. um triangle but, headlights what the hell mercedes did it but no one complained when merck did it no one complained when merck did it ah mercedes anyway moving on from our favorite ads yeah i think the peugeot one does take the cake though that's probably that is probably my favorite um my, uh, my favorite uh, car ad that is that is a good one it is a really yep. good one does anyone have a car of the week or did we stop doing that no we'll be doing it I've, I've got one 
Yeah, I got one. All right. Unless we've got any other ads to mention. Um, uh, I'm, I'm all out for now. But if you've got any more ads, please pop them through in yeah, our, please in our send comments. Them through. And because there's nothing on. better than like a crappy car ad to laugh at, or a good car ad to be like, "Hey, yeah. that's awesome." So um, I know a few of you have sent it to us uh, on on the chat uh, on the um on the on the live stream comments. We will watch them and we will get back to you and comment on them. Um, but car of the week time, guys. Now I've saved mine on Facebook. I'm gonna grab it up. Scott, you you look to be all ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. So, you may as well hit us with it. All right, so, going cheap this time. So, 1989, Nissan Skyline R31, mm-hmm. Series 3, it is auto, but it's welded diff, chop springs, and exhaust. 900 bucks. 900 bucks is not bad. 900 bucks. 31, what series? Series 2? Series three, so it's the final. Final one, yeah. Yep. That's not bad. I mean, for nine hundred bucks, it's not. Is bad. it on its ass? It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's got stockies on the back. Picture, but yeah, he's got the stockies <laughs> on the back. Stock- stockies with the hubcaps on the back. Um, that's yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I I don't mind that one at all. Nine hundred bucks is pretty cheap, actually. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, nine hundred bucks is pretty cheap. Alan, you got yours? No, you go right ahead. Oh, jeez. Okay. So we've got that one for 900 bucks. Um, my one, I'm just grabbing it back up. I've just lost it again. Where did you go? And he says he had a... Cup. No, I do. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. I'll put up mine. You can put up yours. It's a 1972 Falcon XY. 12 hey. and a half grand. It's a manual gearbox. Alleged it's driven to 17,000 kilometers, which I think is horse shit. Um, it's a uh, 250 3-speed. Um, it's not exactly in the best condition. It was shedded most of its life. It's 99% rust-free and 99% complete. Missing two hubcaps and it still runs and drives. It's about 12,500 and located in Melbourne. I think somewhere near my place. For an XY. Yes. How much is 12,500? 12.5. And it's a wagon. Oh, it's even more rare. I think I should just mention that. Let me make the picture up there. Yeah. My car of the week that I just found. <laughs> See, he does no homework for the show, does he? No. He already knows straight oh. away. Oops. We've lost our internet connection. Um, oh, that was for you. Unlock the audio. That's all right. We'll go back. So. Mute yourself because I think the audio might be too continuing. Um... Cut this part out. Cut this part, yeah. Oh, shit, boo. First thing first, thing first thing. I think it's just because, you know, I'm not sure about Alright, so there's about 44 seconds in, or 42 seconds in. 
We're back. Sorry for that, guys. My uh, bad. No, all good. <laughs> we just had a bit of a technical difficulty. Um, so, XY Falcon, uh, 12.5 grand. 99% rust free, allegedly. What engine does it have? It's a 250. 250, yeah. I believe. I think. Has it got aircon as well? Maybe. That'd be a bonus. Yeah, I think it does. Um, so, not a bad pickup. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah, that isn't bad. It's a um, s- three speed on the on the on the column, so three on the tree. Uh, rear paint code, New South Wales car sh- uh, should have for most of its life, rust free, missing two hubcaps. Ah, I have to give him ten grand. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's not bad. He knows what he's got, Matt. He knows, he knows what he's got. Yeah, firm, firm. Um, my one is a 1988. Ford Telstar TX5 Turbo. Ooh. You guys remember them? Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what they look like. Um, really, really cool car. Really rare, actually. They didn't really make mm-hmm. that many of them. Um, so this one's the manual. Uh, make an offer. All offers will be considered. So this doesn't have a price. 88 TX5 Turbo manual. Need it gone. Make an offer. Don't be shy. I've been sitting for a while. No rust that I can see. Make an offer. Doesn't start. Don't know why. PM me. Offers if... If I'm happy to uh, come take it, please, no time wasters. Location in, I won't say where. Um, he's like, it needs to be towed. Um, so, there are the pictures of it. Have you made an offer? I have not made an offer. So, let, theoretically, if we say 500 bucks, because um, it looks to be all there. I mean, there's a couple of scratches on the paint. But oh, it looks it's like it's been keyed. keyed. Yeah, sure. Um, Somebody doesn't know how to park. That's uh, the allegation I'd make. And it's done 240,000 kilometers. Or someone's jealous of the car. Yeah, man. Je- jealous of my taxi. Um, Jason's like, look at it. Uh, Matt, take a look at the, of the, at the twine I post on your wheel. I will have a look in a moment. Jason, um, what do you think of my, TX, my TX5 Turbo? I like it. So how much do you realistically But think? you just don't know how much he wants okay. to sell it for. So ideally, my car is probably the most roughest out of all three because this one he doesn't run currently. Yours two run? Yep. Um, but mine's a bit, a bit rough. So theoretically, if I got mine for five hundred bucks, let's say that's where, that's what currently they'd be going for. Um, five hundred bucks. Yeah, five hundred bucks not bad. You can get it for that. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Well, I'm leaving it to you guys because he hasn't put a price, so you can judge where it should be. Because well, that's the price. Too. I was say I know what. Well, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be a lot of money for a Tesla X5 Turbo. It's pretty expensive. But for those of you who don't know what a TX5 Turbo is, it's the MX6 Turbo that um, same running gear that came in in uh, all over the world. We also get the MX6 Turbo here and the 626 Turbo um, from that from that same vintage. Uh, listen to the show, Dave's. Um, uh, he used to have one uh, as a oh, okay. um, uh, like the, the Mazda um, uh, MX. Uh, I think it was MX6 Coupe. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. MX6. And yeah, and they were they were a Turbo, so. Really, really cool car. Actually, really quick for their time as well. Um, but yeah, so what do you guys think? Telstar, Falcon, or um, uh, the Chop Spring Skyline? Hmm. XY is pretty good, good for the price, but I'm not really a fan of wagons. Ooh. Not a wagon guy, so that kind of turns me off a bit. Okay. Um, 
I'll, I'll probably be leaning towards work, I think, honey. If if I could get it for 500 Yep. Then, yeah, for sure. Alan? Ain't nothing like finding a piece of shit that won't stuff for 500 I know all about that life, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, still giving it, giving the feels to the, the XY. Nothing like that classic car feeling. The XY? Yeah. Um, Jason, I haven't, uh, received that, uh, link, um, on, on my, on my wall. I don't know why, but, yeah, I'll, I'll keep looking for it. Um, but he's also chipped in with the Falcon is a moneymaker. Yes, oh, because... Yeah, especially it, XY. XY is especially Definitely. being... Um, anything XY related is kind of worth money these days, so... XYs, XWs... Yep. I mean, even with the even with the two fifty, if you put in like a like a let's say a three fifty one, um, doesn't have to be worked or anything. It, you know, it's ideal for what people want it to be. Yeah, I liked them in the Utes though, uh, in the Utes with the three fifty one. Yeah, they're, yep. they're they're really cool. I'm a big fan of them. Um, so you you've gone the TX five. You've gone your wagon. Yeah, the tiebreaker. Unless you just pick your own car, which I think. Ah, uh, I mean. I'm kind of all 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 about that car doesn't run life, um, but I already had two of those and I kind of don't want that to happen again. So I love '80s cars, but I think I'm gonna go gonna go have to go for the Skyline. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't say no to a welded diff and chop springs and stockies on the back. Yeah. Remember that stockies on the back. But honestly, the wagon was a very was. Wait, was it automatic? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that's all right. Because it's thrown in the tree. Oh, yeah, that that's pushed me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'll you th- already made up your mind. All no. right. Okay. No, that's no, it. no. <laughs> the facts weren't clear. Welded diff. Welded diff. Because you know that kick down is going to be horrible when you're trying to slide around a corner. Oh, sweet. It, you'd be skating on ice. <laughs> No, just understeering until put it, it just leave it in. Don't worry about kick down. <laughs> 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 kick down. Just put leave it and leave it in first. Bang it in a second. <laughs> first and second is all you need. All, <laughs> you, do, <laughs> all you gotta do is neutral drop. Run and then 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 to drive. It'll be fine. The maximum respect. Do you remember when the, when the guy in the MX6 did that at the front of our school? What? Yeah, man. He, he, I forgot. He, I forgot his name. It was, it was one of the kids we went to school with. He had a um, he had a automatic MX6 V6, and it was like, it was like a mid nineties one. And he pulled a limit. He came to the front of school. And he was like, "Yeah, look at me. I'm mad." Limit a bash. No, 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 no. Dropped it into drive, and like his transmission just exploded <laughs> at the front of the school. Nice, because you got to get away there. <laughs> he ended up just like because like it jolted the car forward, and he just like kind of rolled to the side and just <laughs> just passed. How embarrassing. Yeah. I know at least newer cars, even if you do throw them into drive, they don't engage the transmission no. until the rest drop to an acceptable limit. I know Falcons, like, my mom, I tried it with my mom's car, I shouldn't say. I tried it on the Suzuki. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. I'm sorry, mom, when you had your, when you had your BA e-gas, I put it in neutral and put my foot down and it just went to like, went to like three? Yeah, that's, that's where it peaks and it won't go anymore. I'm like, locks you out. I'm like, something's wrong with the car, I put it into, into park and then it revved all the way and I'm like, what the hell? I tried it again. I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with it. Then I'm, like, then I'm Jared. I'm like, oh, it's probably like a, a thing, so I don't neutral, <laughs> neutral drop the shit out of it. I had a, a family friend that had a, um, it was a 33 Skyline GTST, and he would literally drive and put into reverse, let the car start rolling back, 
and quickly Manual? slam it no auto oh. slam it into drive <laughs> and then put a foot down and that would be his burnout technique oh. and uh yeah it, it was uh, his bad time he got rid of that car oh man he traded that car in for a um what the hell was it it was something terrible um it's like a I want to say Honda Jazz no something equivalent to it Jazz. Yuck. Someone very small and hatchbacky. I feel what it was. Might have even been worse. What's Mitsubishi made? Colt? Yes. It was a Colt. Was it, uh, tell me it was at least a, um, a rally art Colt. No, but he had rally art stickers. Uh, <sighs> so it wasn't even... They're pretty quick. They are quick. The turbo yeah. version, the little Colts. They they're were, pretty they, cool, actually. I, I like them. They, um, one came to my work today, actually. Black one, lowered... Yeah, nice wheels. He took out that. He took out the bonnet. Um, you know, it's got like a like a tr- like a tray uh, at, the mm-hmm. bo- at the top of the engine. So it, it, he took that tray out, so you could actually see like right in the engine. I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, it was kind of cool because you can see the manifold and stuff. But I'm just like, what if it rains? <laughs> you got to be in a bit of yeah. How are you gonna wash your car? But anyway, okay. um, it'll be right. Engine Dave Rendon sent, sent us a, a pretty cool link to a 1980s Ford Fiesta, which we'll have a look at very shortly. Um. Also, we've put up the poll for this week for Car of the Week. So the Skyline R31, the TX5 Turbo, or the XY Wagon. Looks like the XY Wagon is killing it so far. So we will um, announce the winner at the end of the episode. I announce it. Just say now. The XY Wagon won. Vote for the Skyline. No one's going to vote this time. Come on. No, you voted for the Ducati. I did. I changed because I thought the 31 was a manual. And then um, it wasn't. But still, well, the diff chop springs and stockies. I mean, it's 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 legit slide spec. Screams great decisions. Yeah, it's, it's only nine hundred. Screams canary. It's only nine hundred bucks. Really, really screams. Nine hundred is a good offer though. It is, and he's <laughs> still open to offers. <laughs> you know why? He knows what he's got. Because <laughs> no one <laughs> is willing to give him nine hundred bucks for that hunk of shit. Ah, uh-huh. you say that. Put it on a ship to America. That's a, that's a thirty thousand dollar car right there. Yeah, so. I reckon. R thirty one Skyline. They were like, "What is an R thirty one?" That is, this is rare. Has a, what, an RB30? Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's super rare, that motor, <laughs> RB30s. They'd love it. Man, sorry, Dave, I know you're an American, and I, I know it's a uh, show you're listening now, but <laughs> y- y- you know what it's like. Um, but yeah, I think that's what we do. We buy all the all the 31s, and, and we sell, uh, okay, Dave, I'll make you a deal. We sell you 31s, you sell us Starions. We do like a parts exchange. Because Starions are like worth nothing. And you, like he was showing me like the cleanest wide body Starion for like $9,000 there. You can get uh, an R33 GTSD for like thirteen five, and just hold on to that. Send really? It to Is it clean? Not exactly clean, but... It's a serious one. Like you could totally just... It's not too bad though. Send it off to the States. I've seen, I've seen one. Yeah, that... you can sell them at the States for 20000 US. Yeah, that's 25 year rule, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Flames. Hey, that, that's, that's street cred. That is. Um, He's got a picture of it spinning flames, and of course, it's only done one hundred and three thousand kilometers. If, anyone, oh, if wow. anyone's got, yeah, if anyone's got um, extra storage and a bit of disposable income, now's a great time to store skylines and then sell them to the states. Yeah, it would be. It's actually not. It's not. I mean, it's rough, but it's not too rough. Like it's especially it's, if you could start getting your hands on the thirty-four GTPs. Yes. Somebody wants sixty k for a blue one. Well, they're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not worth that. They yeah. should never be worth that. So your dreams of a 34, Alan, they look like they're, they're getting slimmer and slimmer. They're getting slimmer and slimmer, but 
theoretically speaking, I'm going to have a considerably higher income later on in a few years. So maybe but I also spent a stupid amount of money on this guy. Become a doctor in Japan. That's true. Should be able to find one. That'd be something like old guy with one? Yeah. Yeah, that he's had it since brand new and just wants to give it to some awesome I'll save his, I'll save his wife's life. He saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can I repay you? Oh, I don't know, maybe that GDR. Maybe that car, that GDR looks pretty nice. You're not using it. <laughs> yeah. I took your license away. You know, you're not, you're not capable of driving anymore. I'm your doctor. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let, let me examine you. Yeah, sorry. You, you got you got uh, shonky eyes. Any that, kind of prescription good? you want. Actually, that, that was you bad. Can have that was it. bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll just get him to sign. I just realised I did like a worse. I should have said I said wonky eyes in Japan. My don't bad. Worry, I did not mean that. In the it wasn't slide. in that context. It was describing old people and having trouble with vision. That's yes, all. that's what I was saying. Sorry. And also foots that slip, and then next thing you know, they've killed three people in the shopping centre. Yeah, getting confused with the yeah. brake pedal and accelerator. Yeah. So it happens, so though. easy to do. It's a worse excuse. I mean, come on. There's no way you can get them confused. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't see you can get it confused. The only time I can see that happening is if you've just slammed your foot in like a quick reaction and that's happened. But if you've been kind of on the pedals and done it, then yeah, I don't know. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like put your foot on the brake or accelerate by accident? Nope. No. No. Can't say I have either. I have put my left foot on the brake once and man, did the car stop quickly. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I wanted to try it because it's not something that I thought, well, I'll give it a go. Just be gentle. Dude, <laughs> go flying forwards up. Oh, I thought that was gentle. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time you do it. Um, I've tried that as well, and uh, but I, I'm actually getting used to it. I can actually kind of, kind of, I can draw, I can drive uh, with you know, brake with my left and and accelerate with my right, pretty easily now. But it, it took me a while because like I felt like I was gonna like slam into the back of some, someone's car, or someone's gonna slam into the back of me because I was braking that hard. Jason's put in with there is li- literally nothing you can do to that to the XY that won't make you money. I guess even if it's torch, people will be like, oh, it's an XY wagon. We'll just we'll just we'll still buy it anyway. So yeah, you could still sell it. It was a burnout wreck. Yep. Um, XYs have got that that hoey tag that comes with them, I guess. Mm. Yep. Shaker hood scoop. They are pretty good looking cars, though. Like, yeah, I like them. Yeah. Especially if you, yeah, like clean one up. And yeah. Have it. Yeah. You always probably any car show you probably get an offer. Somebody will be like, "Want to sell it, mate?" And then you can be like, "Oh no, what do I got?" <laughs> yeah. Original, man. Original. Just hit it, hit it on the, the the roof, and then the hubcap falls off. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's that's 99%. how they built them back then. It's ninety-nine percent yeah, original, still original. Um, that leads me to my next question: Would you spend, for example, thirty-four GDI? Yeah. Um. Would you spend, let's say, a million dollars on a on an NUR, like a genuine one, or would you spend one hundred fifty grand on one that's already had all that work done to make it kind of kind of be look like that and like perform like that? Because like the same thing with those cars, yeah. For example, like a GTHO is like a is like a million dollar car these days. Yeah, and there's plenty of replicas. Replicas go for like yeah. 70, 80, yeah, 90 they still grand. Yeah, go for a fair bit. But you're getting that experience, pretty much the same experience. All cars in them. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I would, um, buy the, the the full million dollar GTR. For me, they were at most sixty grand cars in the cleanest condition. Maybe you can push to seventy, maybe even a hundred if you've got like a NUR or something. But the fact that they're worth what they're worth now, it's it's stupid. Uh, I don't dictate the market. The market dictates itself. 
and you know we just kind of yeah. got to deal with it. Yeah, well, people are willing to pay yeah. it, so obviously they're going to go for that. Did you but see that guy with that hundred and thirty thousand kilometer Supra the other day? He wanted like one hundred and twenty grand for it. He's like, I know what I got. Um, he, he's like, there's the one in the states with like seven thousand miles sold for like. Yeah, I did. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, mate, you are dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thirty thousand dollar car, Max. Yeah. He wanted a lot for that. Yeah. But he was he was like, yeah, I know what I've got. Essentially, like he's like, yeah, it's clean. This, this, that, and the other. Like, for example, I would love a Ford GT, but there's actually a company that makes replicas here in Australia. I think they make them at about 300 grand. Okay. And you can buy, like, used ones that are a few years, maybe 10 years old at this point, for about 100, 120. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's a cool car. And it's basically mm. the Ford GT. Like, yes, it's not entirely, it's made very, very close to what the original car was made. Um, but the engine, you'll obviously get something. I think some of them were like the two the 290 oh, yeah. um, spec engines at, at the time. So the engine's not, obviously not the same thing, but uh, it does the job very nicely. You you will get that feel for the car, and for far less than what you'll get your hands on an actual uh, Ford GT. Yeah, yeah. The good thing about those kit cars, like they were pretty much based exactly off like all the measurements are very yeah. like like a lot of them have got interchangeable parts with the real thing. So like you could like legit they pass off as a real car, except they're not. Um, but you're getting that you're getting that experience for yeah, a lot less money. Yeah. Now, my gripe is, if you know you got a replica, you kind of have to admit it. First, yeah, you, first, cannot, you cannot for a second say, "Look at my Ford GT, all original," or yeah, yeah whatever, the, whatever the car is. Even you, if you got all um, genuine parts and moved over, it's still a replica. Yeah, yeah. no matter what. Because I, I know, I know, especially Australia with like GTHOs and Tirana, um, you know, uh, XU1s and um, and the likes. People have said, yeah, it's a genuine car and sold it as a genuine car, but it's but it's been a fake. It's been a replica. Um, it's had all the genuine parts put on it, but it's still a replica. Yeah. Um, and people have been scammed out of a lot of money. Well, they should have checked the VIN. I mean, even with the checking of VIN, sometimes they were dodgy and you know swap the plates and swap the. Oh uh, really? Yeah, like it's a, it's a, it's like a big thing. Like, yeah. well, in that case, I feel you've got a genuine civil suit to go on if people are swapping VIN plates. I mean, there's some legal trouble there as well. That's oh, a yeah, big country, though. Yeah. Um, there's a considerable amount, but. I, I have no qualms. Um, like my use and need of the car is purely like spiritual. I guess you could say like it's the feeling the car will give you. Yeah. It's not the feeling of people's eyes and people's desire of you and what you've got. Yeah. I could not care less of what people think of me mm-hmm. uh, because of what car I drive. I think it's absolutely. Oh, I want to say disgusting, but I don't want to be that mean. Like. The fact that people buy cars as a status symbol yeah. really irks me yeah. um, because for me, it is pure and simply a means of transportation from A to B, but you can do so much more in terms of having fun, enjoying yourself and kind of, you know, exploring this hobby that is cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you just got it as, oh, yes, you see, I am a big CEO in this company, so yeah. I have to show off. <sighs> it's the weighing factor. So in, in that case, replicas to me, don't really cause me any kind of discomfort. I'm like, yes, I'll admit it's a replica, but it's given me that kind of enjoyment that I wouldn't be able to get in, in any other way. Yeah, exactly. Jason made a good point. Yeah, he's, this is a good point. He's chipped in with, too much money to gamble on a real one, essentially. Give me a mock-up, and at least I wouldn't be scared to drive it or modify it to actually make it better. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably one of the best points. Like, if you, like let's, Very let's, true. Let's face it. Um, those people that were driving, like, for, like, for example, the Moffats and the Brocks and stuff, were, like, they were driving these cars back in the in the 70s and 60s and, and whenever they were terrible to drive like like that they, they were slotting across the seats at the top of skyline and you know just they were yeah. 
shocking cars to drive, like really hard work. I give them massive, massive amounts of respect. They had no brakes, no nothing. Now, theoretically, if you could get that experience, but like fix up the your suspension, fix up the brakes, like essentially resto mod it and make it reliable, make it um, make it a really good car, you know, and actually enjoy to enjoy driving it, then yeah, yeah, I, it would I, make it a lot more enjoyable to drive. And I think that'd be a better car to own than 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 a real one. Yeah. No, I mean that's just me, but no, um, no, I totally agree. It would be compared to complete original, as um, Jason was saying. You'd be too scared to drive it around. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people like that have got that buy cars just as an investment. Like for example, um, like you said, like a real Ford GT, like a GT40, or, or even even the even the latest Ford GT. Mm. They've just bought one, and it and it's a shame it would never get driven on the road. Yeah, it, it would just sit there. Uh, you know, and it's kind of sucks to be honest with you. I'd love to be kind of a mechanic for those kind of people where if you have some kind of private contract where you service all their cars, come to their garage, make sure they're all driven. Yeah. You get to kind of just have a bit of a go in all of them. Like Jay Leno's garage. Yeah. Oh, what a dream, right? Amazing. I'm definitely going to go to see if I can go there <laughs> if I ever go to the States. Um, But yeah, like, but the Jay Leno drives his cars like like yeah. he's he's got like oh, a, yeah he does he, yep. he's got a dedicated team that like works on his cars and he actually he he enjoys them, um, but you know the same things can't be said for people that like buy cars and investment and they'll sit there now when you drive that car it's done like a car that's done like let's say a thousand k's and it's fifty years old, is going to be worse than the same car me- mechanically I reckon than a car that's, that's been driven constantly not like heaps not hard or not. Hasn't like a bazillion case, but, like but it's been maintained and yeah, like a car that's done maybe twenty, thirty thousand case over that time, where it's been driven yeah sparingly, maybe on weekends or something, but still like you know the car's had the oil and everything else gone through it, it's been serviced probably because it's been driven, that's usually your better bet. The seals aren't going to dry yeah. up and get hard and crack, so everything's lubricating the engine, yep. you know, and then you know all your seals are better for it, you know, so. And like I get why people want like the most cleanest and pristine example is like a showpiece, but at the end of the day, you can't take any of this with you. Yeah. So uh, unless you want to like get buried in your uh, hundred and fifty thousand dollars Supra. Doesn't sound like fun. I mean, you're not gonna know the difference. Gotta be dead, aren't you? Yeah. Exactly. Sell it off. Stuck in. Yeah. <laughs> but to that guy that's asking, how much? Hundred. It was one hundred twenty grand, wasn't it? One hundred nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars for. It was a ridiculous price. But he like Not thought he could legit could get that, just because one of them went for whatever it was in the states. There was that um, thirty-four GDR. Pretty sure it was a Nur and everything like that that went for. I'm pretty sure it was into the two hundred thousands. Wow. There was the one that was absolutely that untouched. That was recently. Yeah. Pretty sure it was like last week. There was one that had like seventeen Ks on it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I saw this um I saw this picture of a guy with a thirty-four GTR. And the guy drove it home from the dealership. This is in Japan. Um, got it taken up into his in, into his high rise apartment. Drove it in, and it stayed there ever since. It's it's part of it's part of his furniture. It's like in his lounge room. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, like but that is furniture. But I mean, you want to drive it? It's it's a car. Yeah. It's, Come on, it's a GDR. Yeah. Nah. That's where you buy two. Yeah. One yeah. you drive, and one of them is a furniture piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get my checkbook. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I bumped into a guy, and he's he um, oh, I've seen him a few times. He, he comes on the super cheap quite quite a bit. 
and he kind of flaunts some of the stuff. He sees stuff, and I'm, I'm not going to say anything uh, bad about the guy. He's got money. It could be him. Anyway, he used to have a, um, a HSV VF GTS, so the supercharged one. Yep. Anyway, he rocked up one day, and um, he's like, oh, I need some paint for my wheel. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, what, what, type of, what type of wheel is it? He's like, oh, I just bought a um, HSV GDSR, and I curbed it like within a week. <laughs> and it was a bad curb like the whole side I'm like dude you, mean, you have to get this like redone like he's like look I just want to cover it up for now I'm like well we don't really have anything that color because it's like a really good gunmetal gray but he's like go have a look at the car he full handed me the keys like go start it and, and you know, he's like go drive it well, I'm like no no I'll, I'll have a look at it <laughs> I sat in it it's, it was, it's a lovely car I'm not going to lie it was a manual and everything it was really really cool nice uh, it was it was, it was was a really awesome car it was like a, it was like a dark kind of Foresty green. It was really, it was a really nice color, similar to like Ford Misty color. Mm. Um, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is sick. And the seats had all, all you know, cladding and um, and suede Alcantara. I'm like, yeah, this is this is sick. Anyway, he's like, yeah, this is this is my daily. I I've um I just bought a HSV GTS RW1, and that's my like that's so he bought that and the GTS RW1 wow. as his like um, investment piece. And I, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dude, you got too much money. <laughs> Because this is a GDSR is your daily and your W1 is your weekend uh, occasional car. Jeez. Does he have uh, an unmarried daughter or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has he got two? I'll get you guys hooked up. Yay. Ovini, <laughs> why was I taken? <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, essentially, when he said that to me, I, was, I just was like, yeah, like this guy's got too much money but he came in like a couple weeks later and there was i was helping a guy change a bulb in a in like a baxr 65 and um like the guy was like seemed like a, you know it was a red people i don't like you know, lowered his car and tried to be cool and the guy right there was like he's like you guys ever seen a gdsr he's like no he's like he's handing the keys he went in the store and the guy wouldn't the, the young kid went wow, in the right. I'm like, as if you'd have that much trust in someone to look at your car that sounds like drug deal activity he just doesn't or maybe doesn't he just care. wanted the, the insurance payout for the car at this point i mean Jason responds with does he want a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jason I'll get you his number um, I can get that arranged uh, I, I'll, I'll try I'll, so Jason, I'll... Jason is a proud follower of the $20 $20 philosophy <laughs> totally support that <laughs> you, you're all about that $20 is $20 aren't you $50 is $50 HSC is HSC $10 is $10 possibly $5 maybe what's the lowest you'll go I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> 50 cents? Depends on the activity. We'll discuss off air. Mm, uh, interesting. Yes, interesting. Um, how long have we been going for? Over an hour. An hour and ten, I think. Been up, been up oh, podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. It's been a good one tonight. We, we had a lot to discuss. It has, it has. That was good on the ads. Yeah. It was good and on the... Um, uh, <laughs> Jason's like, five bucks. <laughs> That's where it starts, Jason. That's where it starts. It's a slippery slope, Jason. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> um, if you listen to the podcast and would like to tune in live, just remember we're usually doing the kickback on Sunday nights on the Car Talk Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Car Talk. Yes. Just, just search Car Talk with Major. <laughs> You'll find the stuff. Same with our, um, our podcasts. They're all up on Shout Engine and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Just uh, search Car Talk with Matty J. Uh, tune in to Sunrise Arcade on 98.9 Northwest FM on a Saturday morning if you want to get some gaming news. 
Um, and also tune in to actually Car Talk on 9.9 Northwest FM once again on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. It's the regular program. For the regular program, which is also available in podcast. And final shout out to the Tuesday Review, uh, which is, used to be Man vs. Movies. And that's the hour before us once again on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on 9.9 Northwest FM. Got to give love. Um, Scott, any shout outs? Nope. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, finish, off, finish, some, finish us off with some words of wisdom. $5 is $5? $20 is $20. <laughs> Ooh. So I think we know where he stands, Jason. Um, thanks to all our listeners and to all our um, our commenters tonight on the show. Uh, without this, obviously, it just, just doesn't work. Um, the car that won the poll is, drumroll please, the XY getting 100% of the vote. 100%. Yep. Respect that. So that's... That's actually been the. That's what happens when you do your homework at the last minute. Yeah, please. That's been the most convincing victory of I've seen because, like, usually there's like you know. Usually, at least some of the others get one vote, but they don't deserve it today. People, people like that X, that X Y life. That's nah, ridiculous. Um, so thank you guys for coming on. It's always a pleasure. No worries. And I will see you guys next week. Take it easy. See ya. <laughs>